It's not my job to, to humble the president. It's not my job to humble the Senate or Congress. It's not my job to humble my neighbor. You know, my job is to humble myself. And hopefully same, everyone else yeah. will have that same calling or sense that, hey, we realize when we have problems that all of us need to collectively just come before God. Because part of the humility here is praying. And choosing life is to seek God's favor. Choosing life is to seek his blessing upon our nation. You right. know? We can't ask for a blessing when we're operating outside of his will. Right. We just can't. His design is going to produce blessings for us. And so let's seek his blessing. Let's seek his favor. Let's seek his faith. I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living, and we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church, you will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm here, Bill McMinn from Eagleville Bible Church. Along with me is Mark Hostetler uh, doing our podcast and get back in. I just got back from a trip, Mark. So. Man, I am I was, so glad you got a chance to get out there and do your thing, man. It sounds and it looked like it was amazing. I mean, it is. Uh, the pictures and all of that you posted <laughs> was unbelievable. I know. I've done a few. I've done a lot of cell phone shots, but the actual photos I took with my camera, I, I buy this like lens just to go out there and take it. I knew I was wow. going to get it anyway, but yeah. you know, kind of up the time scale. So I, I got it and took it out, but I've only been through not even one day of the photos because I haven't had time. We're so busy uh, out West. We couldn't right. do it. So I'll, I'll get them up there someday. Uh, there's a lot of beauty out there in this world. I'm going to tell you that right now. I can't now. wait. To, I mean, you said you might do albums or something. And I think yep. that's a great idea, Bill, because I mean, I, me personally, I love seeing the creation, God's creation and, right. and how his handiwork is seen in it, you know? And when you take pictures like that, I, I don't have the opportunity to go out there right now, but it puts me there, you know, and right. I'm able to, and you can, I appreciate you, you it. You can learn through me. I mean, that's the job yep. of a photographer, actually. I think the job is to uh, bring the world to people uh, in a way, either they haven't seen it or show them something they haven't seen or wouldn't see, see because they're just not in that spot or didn't know about it. So you have a chance to show it mm -hmm. to them. I thought of America the Beautiful uh, while I was out there, you know, every rock and reel, I think is part of that anyway, or, you know, it's just... Every single nook and cranny of this country, every, you know, was a purple mountain majesty, you know, right. however it goes. Right. Yeah. Uh, just being out there and, and really seeing God's creation. And it, it's a whole nation uh, that we're in. And we're going to talk about a national verse that was written originally to Israel. But we also look at it as a nation uh, from our perspective. Yeah. But being out in the West, uh, one thing that we saw was a lot of smoke. Uh, from the four forest fires that are out there, and to the to the point that they'll have on like a sandwich board at their visitor center, it's unhealthy to hike today. It's unhealthy wow. for all people. So we did hike, of course, mm -hmm. and you know other people yeah, hike I mean, too. Yeah, we drive out there. Yeah, we drive out there. You're going right. to hike whether the air right. the air is healthy or not. But that's part of America too. As, as far out, you know, we flew all the way to Vegas. We put 2,300 miles on the vehicle. Uh, seven national parks. It's all part of this country. And uh, so many of the people that I walk by, you know, you wonder. Do, do they believe in God? Do mm. they do they see him? Do they seek him? Do they understand the importance? And then, you know, God laid on your heart this verse. So go ahead and read that. I mean, it's in 2 uh, yes. Chronicles 7. 
Yep, Second Chronicles seven fourteen is the main verse that uh, you know it's been repeated for years and years, and I, we're back on it again. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, the Lord says, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I mean, my people. Obviously, mm-hmm. this is a verse written to the people of God who have some type of faith structure. Uh, we would hope all people uh, would be God's people, but that takes a people. He says, call by my name. I mean, typically in my experience in life, I mean, there was a time when God opened my eyes to see the truth yeah. that he existed, that Jesus Christ was really his son who died on the cross for our sins. So I had to see that. And then for us, if we come into problems, if maybe we've uh, falling away from God, there's always this opportunity. Just call on me, call on me, call on me. There's, I like right. the invitation, actually. Absolutely. If you're called by my name, yeah. but where does it start? We you know, have really. to humble ourselves, right. man. I mean, that's where the first thing there, it says, called by my name, will humble themselves. You know? right. And so I think, you know, it starts with humility. It starts right, with a humble heart. It says in Psalm 51 that the, the contrite and humble heart, the repentant heart, the Lord will not turn away. That's right. actually the sacrifice that he desires, you know, right. uh, a, a humble and contrite heart. And so we as a people, especially the people of God, we can't expect the people outside of the church to do something like this. You know, this is the call for the church itself to turn and to come back to him, humble themselves and pray. I think it's too, it's necessitated, like he was saying in verse 13 about plague, right? If you come into a time of plague, uh, I think if you come into a time in your life where you're really going through a lot of hard times, and this is God's way of bringing you back. Uh, Ravi Zacharias said the pain is a megaphone for God's voice. That's true. And there's so many times that I've met people, encountered them, where they're either going through a divorce, uh, something traumatic has happened in their lives, they're in crisis, and they're seeking God. And when we, we find ourselves in that situation where, okay, I really need God right now. The first step is you've got to just humble yourself. Yeah. And Let part of it is praying I, too. Can I, mean, I read that verse yeah, 13 there? Yeah. It says, when, when I shut up the heavens so there is no rain or command locusts to devour the land or send a plague among my people. When Bill, it's you just said, you know, the land that we live in is blessed, you know. And right. It is. It really is. I mean, we've got such beauty and such opportunity in this land. But you look around right now and you see the chaos that's happening in our land right now. It really, if you're... If you're turning a blind eye or a deaf ear to it, I wouldn't advise it. Right. God's trying to wake us up. Right. You know, look at the, you were just in the West Coast. Look at the amount of fire, the the amount of acreage that's happened, that's being burned up right now. Look at the hurricanes, one right after another, after another. These kind of things are becoming more and more common. Some people blame climate change. I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. I think it's God. We have to recognize what's God doing. He says, when I shut up heaven. But here's one of the problems, too. I think that as a nation, we don't always have a national perspective because in Ohio. That's true. It's green. In Ohio, I saw clouds. Like, I I get off the plane. I'm coming home in the morning. I'm looking around. I'm like, huh, clouds again. I haven't really seen many clouds Mm -hmm. in my whole travel in the West. I saw smoke. I didn't really see it be cloudy uh it's very green it's very lush uh, we don't have the hurricanes there's historic flooding down there's, south there, there's wildfires the worst they've been in 18 years at least and it could get a whole lot worse yet so it might be one of the worst seasons they've had uh they burned uh an area in california the size nearly of connecticut right now 
that's how vast these it's forests. Incredible. There are some like a quarter million acres just in one fire. There's fire after fire after fire because these lightning strikes that keep coming down. We got to pray for those people, man. Right? There's a lot of people hurting because of that. But I know? think that when you think about humbling yourself as a nation, sometimes unless it strikes you personally, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem that you feel it. Like for us, hey, the stock market is doing well. If right. your family's doing well. Right. You might not really sense it. I think that you personally, like this verse would apply when you personally are are experiencing turmoil. Maybe your family's uh, having a medical crisis. Maybe there's something going on in your marriage. Maybe your kids are walking away from the Lord. Maybe you've kind of gotten yourself in a mess. Just because of decisions you've made, you know, you've brought hardship on your life. You, when you recognize this for you, not just everyone else looking around, I mean, in That's your right. own life, you're starting to feel the pinch of this, like it's the pain of this. Absolutely true. It's time to to humble yourself. Like you have to humble yourself. You don't have to humble other people. Like we don't have to humble our nation. It's not my job to, to humble the president. It's not my job to humble the Senate or Congress. not my job to humble mm-hmm. my neighbor. You know, my job is to humble myself. And hopefully everyone else will have that same calling or sense that, hey, we realize when we have problems that all of us need to collectively just come before God. Because part of the humility here is praying. It's just being humble enough to realize, yeah, I need God for sure. Absolutely. Let's say we have 20 million, 50 million people that are Christ followers that are called by his name. Right. And all of us decided that we're going to personally, like you just said, humble ourselves. Right. The nation will be humbled. It's a, it's a corporate thing. It would be when enough Ezra, to make a difference, that's for sure. When Ezra, yeah, when Ezra, when Nehemiah, Joel was called to do a sacred assembly, you've got these men in Scripture that are leading the people of Israel that were heart-wrenched at the condition of their people. Look at the book of Lamentations. Look at the book Jeremiah. of Jonah, with Nineveh even. Exactly. I mean, repenting because when they, they were going to suffer. the condition of the nation of God, the people of God. Right. They see the condition, they lamented, they were torn. That's where my heart's at right, right now. When I see our nation the way it is right now, the political environment that it's got, we need to humble ourselves. And that starts, you're right, with a personal recognition of ourselves, okay, and humbling ourselves. But it also needs to start with seeking the Lord in prayer, right? As individuals. As individuals collectively. for our nation. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it's collective. I, I think it's collective. I just don't think a person without sensing some type of need is going to turn to God. I really do think our nation is at such a point that we're so individualistic that it's like this. It, it If it doesn't affect me, it's just almost like it didn't happen. Yeah, right. I, I see that. I see It is unfortunate, right. but I see it all the time mm-hmm. where we've got to start feeling like, yeah, hey, you know, this nation needs to turn around. Uh, you look That's at right. human trafficking is a problem. Uh, right. You look at the anger of kids who are uh, – you know, coming out of broken homes, you look at the the, the suicide rates, uh, drug addiction rates, uh, how many people are on antidepressants. Absolutely. I mean, there, there are so many numerous mm-hmm. social issues that you hear very little about, honestly. Yep. Yep. I mean, you hear a lot about what the news wants you to hear about, which is racial division. Uh, you hear a lot about, you know, what they're going to push down your, you know, Trump's blowing climate change, you know, whatever it is, you right. know, the, what agenda they want to push. But there are a lot of real problems that there people are, are facing. There's a lot of real concerns. And when you're at that point of real concern, you got to turn to God. Even Nineveh, who wasn't a people of God, they were the Assyrians. They were told this city's going to be overthrown in 40 days. They repented they in sackcloth repented. and hand. That humility yeah, changed God's mind. So if you feel like God's hand's going against you, 
you, or that there's something going on in your life like that that's devastating, you've got to humble yourself. I mean, that's Absolutely. where it starts. You got to just come to God and say, God, I'm seeking you. I need you right now. Absolutely, Bill. I mean, and it's, he listens it's absolutely to that. ridiculous to think that I'm going to be praying against sex trafficking and leave the prayer meeting and be involved in sex trafficking. You know what I'm saying? I'm, that's a ridiculous you know, well, idea, right. but I'm just saying you can't expect to be praying for the nation as a whole and in your personal life be active, actively pursuing sinful ways. Right. You can't expect the nation to turn if the individual doesn't turn. Right. The individual has to turn first, right. you know? Yeah. So we need to pray. We need to see, see the condition of our, of our nation right. and pray. That's right. the first action that we need to do is just pray and seek the Lord. Right, and like you said, seek his face and turn away. This is a repentance thing because anytime you repent, this is actually, it's the opposite of the way I would say it. Like I would say first, turn from your wicked way and see God. Like right. that's the way I always understand repentance. It's the same process. He's just putting seeking God's face and turning from your wicked ways. But no matter how, whether you say turn from wickedness, see, turn to God, or turn to God, turn away from wickedness, whatever order you say it in, yeah. it still has it's, to happen. The end result's still the same. The end result, right? it, it has to happen. Yeah. And and this is, in fact, what repentance looks like. And that's what he's telling you. Yes. There are times like if, if you, any spiritual problem has to have a spiritual remedy. It's true. That's a fact. Like we can talk exactly about right. uh, climate change. We can talk about all the different things that we want to talk about. The fact of the matter is, if we're going through hardship and we're having a difficult time because of a spiritual problem in our lives, you know, we've thumbed our nose at God, we're doing something we shouldn't do, we're involved in stuff we shouldn't be involved in, and now uh, we're experiencing maybe depression, uh, we're having discouragement, maybe we see our kids walking away from God, whatever it is, we've got, once we see that, we recognize that, we've got to turn to God. That's right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And turn from whatever we did that would bring it, because if there's a spiritual problem, there's a spiritual remedy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly. always, that's always the thing. Like I talk, even people sometimes wonder, well, you know, with the person of faith, do we rely on doctors? Well, yeah, physical problems need physical solutions. Spiritual problems need spiritual solutions. Right. Not every physical problem has a spiritual issue. Not every time I get a flat tire, does it mean I did something wrong? <laughs> However, right. if I get 20 flat tires in the same month, I might be saying, Hmm, uh, maybe God's trying to tell me something. Yeah, you know what up. I'm saying? Like, wake, wake up. up. Like, And I think that yeah. we're almost getting to that point where we have such a combination of problems in our country. It's really getting to that point of 20 flat tires in a month. Okay, there's something more going on here. There's a spiritual issue. And if less we turn back from God, if, if God's the one who's allowing these things or bringing these things to happen, to pass in our country, because we've turned away from him, the only answer or solution is turning back. That's exactly right. So when it says, seek my face, you know, what that's talking about, when, what, do you, what do you think it means when it says, seek my face? There's a number six uh, blessing that says, his, may his face shine upon you. May his face shine upon you. This person, I mean, it's just seeking God. I think it's seeking God, what God wants for my life, doing the right thing. I mean, to me, if I'm seeking God, I'm saying, hey, God, what do you want me to do? I, I love you. I, I think it's loving God. I think that it's acknowledging his importance in my life. It's not trying to live apart from him. It's just not doing my own thing. A lot of times yeah. in this country, I mean, these people are just doing their own thing. And that's why they were getting into trouble later on mm -hmm. in the history because they were worshiping idols. They were doing things they shouldn't do. They were uh, not honoring marriage. They were committing injustice. They weren't taking taking care of the poor. They weren't helping widows when widows were having problems. Uh, they were confiscating land. They were doing things like Ahab did to Nabal, who was just, a, mm -hmm. am I saying the name right? Who just had uh, the, the guy with the vineyard. Um, remember Naboth, maybe it was. Maybe it was Naboth, yeah. yeah. Or, uh, Naboth's vineyard, I think mm -hmm. it was. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, he, he's, uh, 
he's just a guy who has a vineyard that Ahab wants, and he won't give it up because his family. So Jezebel has people falsely accuse the dude, and they take him out and stone him. He didn't mm -hmm. even do anything. That's injust. Right. Like, that was wrong. I mean, right. that, that kind of stuff, that, that evil behavior was happening. When you repent of something, like, that's what you got to do. You got to look at the evil in your own life and say, what do I need to change? Like, yeah. where, where, what are some things in my life that I'm doing that have led to the problems that I'm having? As a Great nation, point. I mean, I think as a nation, obviously, I don't control uh, how many people get abortion. I don't control divorce rates. I don't control uh, murder rates. I, and there's a lot right, of things like I'm not doing that it. it's a problem. I, I can pray to God and see God. I have yeah. to repent of the things I'm doing wrong. Yeah. You know, if I've done things that are wrong, if I've ignored God, then I've got to do it. Because on a smaller scale, sometimes in your own family, there are things that are going wrong. It's on you. Yeah, you know? I, I would agree to that. Now, if I come back to this, seek my face, if I use the analogy of like when I babysit kids, uh, right. my sister's children, for example, um, there's one in particular that if, if you're looking away and he wants to say something, he'll get up into your lap and he'll grab your face and he'll turn it to you, to him. You know, he'll say, listen, you know what I mean? To me, that's kind of an example of what it means to yeah. seek my face. Right. God, please. And you're, you're kind of pleading with him. Turn towards us. Right. Turn your face towards us. The other thing in Deuteronomy, I, I can't remember the exact reference, but in Deuteronomy it says, I put before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life, is right. what he says. And choosing life is to seek God's favor. Choosing life is to seek his blessing upon our nation. You right. know? We can't ask for a blessing when we're operating outside of his will. Right. We just can't. His design is going to produce blessings for us. And so let's seek his blessing. Let's seek his favor. Let's seek his face, you know? Right. No, I would agree 100%. Yeah. So when we seek his face, we can't expect to seek the face of the Lord and continue in our wicked ways. So if we, no, anyone defining, listening here, right. you know, if, if we're operating outside of God's design in sinful ways, we need to make the decision immediately to turn from that, to yeah. repent. I think in our day, bad behavior is so redefined that yeah. almost bad behavior today and sometimes doing the right thing. Sometimes it'd be bad. What do you mean you're going to tell the truth? What do you mean you're going to be faithful to your wife? What do you mean you're not going to get drunk with me? What do you mean you're not going to get high with me? Honestly, some people, like, I don't even think they would recognize some of the stuff. I remember talking to a young lady a long time ago, and she was talking about how immoral her friends were, even going to a Christian college. And I said, yeah, but why would they be that way? She goes, because they don't see anything wrong with it. Wow. And because we've redefined, we've redefined. So you, you throw the term wickedness out there. Like, I don't even know what some people would You're, even think of wickedness because point. they may think, oh, that's robbing banks or that's, you know, child abuse or that's murder. They might not think of it as, listen, you're lying to people. Yeah. You know, if you're cheating gossip, people. Yeah. Gossip. yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. Mm -hmm. So you got to point out when God's pointing these things out to you, because when he says turn away from your wickedness, they obviously know what it is. Like he's not telling yeah. them something that they don't know. I think a lot of people, when, God's, when you start realizing you're having problems and struggles, you probably know what you're up to that you shouldn't be up to. Yes, like you probably have so. a pretty, like, I don't think Jonah, when, when Jonah, the big storm was coming around and they're like, what did you do? And the lot falls to him. Uh, I'm running from the Lord. Yeah. I mean, he knew, he knew, exactly he knew what, what he was, he was doing. doing. Yeah. David, when he was confronted with his sin, he knew, he knew what he did with Bathsheba. That's right. He knew it. And yep. a lot of times it's like, once God's opening our eyes, I mean, we're, we're going to know what we're doing that we shouldn't yeah. be doing. And the great news is God offers forgiveness. He restores, he delivers, and he heals us. I mean, right. look at the 
uh, 7, 14 there. He says, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves, pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, listen to this, I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, I will heal their land, and my eyes will be open and ears attentive to the prayers that are offered in that place. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, he, that's the great news. God is waiting for us to turn to him because, man, as soon as he does, just like the prodigal, he's running after us and he's going to meet us there with forgiveness and restoration and healing. But we have to turn. We have to turn. we got to turn our face towards him. we got to repent. I mean, this is a serious, serious issue in our nation right, right now. Well, in, in, in history of the country, yeah, uh, you, you look at the people that first came in, pilgrims, whoever they were, they're first coming to, the, uh, to America, uh, at times obviously struggling, they would have fast days. I mean, they would pray to That's God. True. They would seek God. Uh, in the Civil War, Abraham Lincoln would have proclamations of days of prayers, you know, where we they would be praying, Lord, forgive us for our sins. True. Forgive us for the things we're, we're seeking you because they felt that the answer to some of the national problems that they were having was seeking God. This is something that has fallen way off the radar in our country, and I understand why you want to do this first because you wanted to come back on the radar of the people to say, as a nation, let's let's look at all the hurricanes. Let's look at the flooding we've had in recent years. Let's look at the fires we've had in recent years. It seems like there's constantly a fire and fire season out in yeah. California that we're talking about. Yeah. There's been 30 people have lost their lives in the last fire. Uh, some of the stories are horrific. Mm. For, this was last week or earlier this week. There's 4.7 million acres burned up. That's inconceivable amount of land. Uh it's getting worse because those fires are continuing to burn. So the numbers are getting even bigger, but to kind of recognize that and say, yeah, we need to, we need to be praying to God. We yeah. need what the answer is for us as a country is we all need to be praying for our country. Absolutely. And we don't, I, I think that we are guilty for not praying for our country. I think, you know, for me, I pray a lot for my kids. I pray for, uh, you know, I, we, pastor Steve, you know, his son has right, some right, medical right, stuff right, going right. on and we want to pray for him. Uh, uh, we pray for others that we know are going through tough times. Maybe some of our friends and things like that, you know, we'll pray. Sometimes I think that we lose sight of praying nationally, nationally. right? Yeah. Nationally. So this is a good verse oh, to, a to remind us as a believer yeah as we come to the end of this uh, show is yeah. to say, you know what, you know, we do need to be praying. I, I appreciate you bringing it up, Mark. You know, I, yeah. I think we do need to be praying. I know on Saturday uh, on the 26th, 26th yeah, yeah, you're going to have here one o'clock. Is it one o'clock? Yeah. We're going to be getting together for a community prayer service where right. we're gathering together. And we're just going to seek the Lord. It's actually a national worldwide, actually movement called. What time return. are you going to? It's one so, to what? Uh, three, probably. Okay. You know, an hour or two. I don't know. I, you right. know. I hate to put an end time on something like right. that, you know, but probably three. It's like, come here at one, leave when you have to. You right. know what I mean? Like, whatever. Um, but it's going to be a great time of seeking the Lord together for personal repentance right. and for national repentance, right. you know, and to seek God's favor on our land, you know, right. and uh, we need it. We need it as a church. We need it as a nation. You right. know, we can see things right down the road here in Ashtabula. God, we need your intervention. Right, absolutely. You know, we need your intervention. Absolutely. And so uh, I'm excited. Actually, the day that we're recording this, September 18th, is actually when 10 days of fasting and prayer starts. And uh, 26th in Washington, D.C., there's going to be this huge sacred assembly. Um, and then it's being simulcast nationwide and worldwide. Right. And I'm really excited about it. And I want our church to be a part of it also. So yeah. the 26th at 1 o'clock. All right, sounds good. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Yeah. 
uh, be praying. I mean, if you've got problems in your life, obviously we should always be in the pattern of seeking God. Uh, we know that God heals. We know that God restores. We know that God helps. We have a great God, you know, so yeah. turn to him. You guys all have a great and blessed week. <laughs>